listening to the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker, Senior Tech Service Engineer, and with me as always is the Director of Tech Service, Paula Jamis. How's it going, Paul? It's going great, Jack. It's great to be here for episode number two. We made it! I can't believe it. We did it. We didn't get shut down after the first one, so we're going to give it a shot and try to keep going. Remember, this is a podcast for you, so we want to hear from you, so you can contact us at technical service at carboline.com. Subject line podcast, and we'll get to those questions in our future episodes. Today, it's a special episode. The doctor is in the building. Special welcome this morning to Dr. Chris Finoli. Chris is a senior chemist here at Carboline. Chris, welcome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on, doctor. Anyway, we've brought Mr. Finoli in, wait, not Mr., Dr. Finoli in, to talk about his new product, the Sanitile 755FR, in our product spotlight. So, Doctor, why don't you tell us a little bit about Sanitile 755FR? Paul, I'm really excited about the new Sanitile 755FR. It's really bringing the innovation that Carboline has been looking for into a concrete and CMU wall and ceiling coating. So what we've done is we've combined fiber reinforcement with nanotechnology and a high solids, ultra low VOC coating that allows us to pass ASTM G21 and D5590 so we can apply this in USDA food and beverage markets to give them a really sleek, smooth coating that gives them the sanitile and sterile environments that they need. So you mentioned two ASTM standards there. What are those? So what those are, they're the basic fungal and mildew testing, uh, the ASTM G21 and the D5590. And so what that shows is that we inhibit the growth of these fungicides in these sterile environments. So you say it's a high solids. How high are we talking about? So we're 99% plus. Oh, excellent. So I noticed that it has the name 755FR, Sanitile 755FR. Is it related to the original Sanitile 755? It is not. So this is a brand new formulation that we've came up with, with the fiber of reinforcement and the nanotechnology, uh, especially for different types of applications where you need strength in your coating. Since this is a different technology, were you able to improve on the application properties of the original 755 at all? Absolutely, and that was one of the real key focuses that we wanted in this product, Paul. A lot of our competitive products, you have to back roll, they have to apply a mesh, uh, the very textured type surfaces you get with these coatings. Uh, You have a real hard time applying them, you need special equipment because you can pack out the pumps, you can pack out the hose, you can pack out the tips. With our technology, you can spray it, very nice application, no need for back rolling, and just a great overall coating. So, Doctor, you said that we would be running the risk of packing out the pump. Sure. What is it in these other materials that's causing the pumps to pack out? Well, a lot of competitive products, you have really long fibers. And so these fibers get caught in the filters, they get caught at the end of the tips, in the gun, uh, and that's one of the real issues that the competitive products have. So you're telling me we have a spray coating now that we can totally replace a matte reinforced 100% solid systems with? Absolutely. And not only that, we've done the testing and on the mechanical properties that you want to look for as far as tensile modulus, tensile strength, all of these mechanical properties that are really important to a fiber reinforced coating, we actually outperform the old mesh technologies. So you've talked a little bit about some of the performance properties of it. Have you done any cycle testing or thermal shock testing of this one? 
We have. We ran actually uh, 50 cycles where we'd ramp from 30 degrees Fahrenheit all the way up to 180 degrees Fahrenheit. Within a ramp cycle of two to three minutes, we would hold that for about 30 minutes, then we'd ramp back down. And over those 50 cycles, we've seen no delamination, no color change, and no cracking in our coating. Wait, you're telling me that this coating can go on in 180 degrees Fahrenheit concrete and have that concrete lose that temperature and stay adhered? Absolutely. And that was one of the things that we wanted is because in a lot of these sterile environments, when you're looking at USDA, they have to pressure wash once a month, once a week at high temperatures to make sure that they contain this sterile environment. So usually when they do those washdowns, they use some kind of chemical along with the hot water. So has this got good chemical resistant for Absolutely. these washdowns? Absolutely. That's why we made it in epoxy. You know, epoxies are known to have great chemical resistance. We've tested it against a variety of chemicals. And uh, we're looking really good, Jack. So what happens if, as they're going through this cleaning process, somebody drops something? Does this product have any impact resistance to it at all? Absolutely. It was rated uh, flexible during our impact testing, and so we've looked at that. So any strong type impact you want to put on the coating, it will resist cracking. So this would be good also for like banging carts down hallways and things like that, not just dropping something. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What a great set of performance properties we've talked about so far here. The thing I really like about it is for any application where you're using brick, concrete, CMU, drywall, plaster, anything for interior applications, it's really great. And what's nice is it has a versatility where let's say you want more of a texture coating where you can look at the concrete and see some of the texture of the concrete and you like that. Well, then you can lay this coating on 25, 30 mils and still get that. If you want a super slick smooth surface because you're in a more sterile environment then you can lay it on at 50 or 60 mils and get that ultra sleek smooth surface this really gives you a versatility to kind of get the look that you want from your coating does this material require any kind of special application equipment absolutely not you can spray it through any single leg pump normal tip sizes normal handles nothing special i'm assuming with all of this fantastic technology with it it must be some odd or unique ratio it can't possibly be a simple mixture simple one-to-one ratio paul one-to-one one-to-one but you know we have worked really really hard to put out a competitive product that will really alleviate a lot of the issues that our competitors have had in the past in this marketplace. You know, as we talk about this market, frequently one of the things they look at is flame and smoke spread rates. Has this been tested for those? Absolutely. And this is one of the things that Carboline really prides itself on. We have a really innovative fireproofing market. And one of the things that we wanted to in part in this coating was to have the flame spread testing. And we were actually given a class A rating in the flame testing. Oh, that's great. I love it when we can add another class A performance property to our lineup. Sounds like we have a real innovative winner here with the Sanital 755FR. It sure does. And how long have you been with us here at Carboline, Chris? I've been here at Carboline since February, Paul, so about eight months now. What an excellent addition to the team. We look forward to more creative and innovative ideas from you. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Doctor. And now it's time for our insider interview. 
Joining me today for the insider interview is Kate Rogers. She's the lab manager for color development here at Carboline. She has a chemical engineering degree from Washington University and an MBA from Webster University. How's it going today, Kate? It's going well, thank you. So first, I kind of want to start off with some basics with the Color Lab. What services does the Color Lab provide? We do pretty much anything that has to do with color. We provide formulas for the RTS color matching that comes out of our service centers. We also provide formulas for the plants to color match uh, larger batches. We provide color chips to customers for color approval, to the warehouses for color verification. We create color matching databases so that color matching is possible at other locations. We also make small batches up to five gallons for demo work. You mentioned RTS batches and larger batches from the plant. What color delivery methods does Carboline offer? So primarily it breaks down into two groups. We have the rapid tint service, which we refer to as RTS, and that's the system where at a service center they stock bases. They'll pull the base, tint a formula with liquid dispersions into the bucket, and then the customer can walk out with paint. So basically like you go to Home Depot, you get a can of paint, they tint it right there for you. Exactly. So we provide that in two forms. We have four-digit color matches that come out of the color lab. We also at 23 different service centers across the country offer custom color matching on-site where a customer can bring in a sample, have it matched, and walk out with paint the same day. And then the, the other service that we provide is the dry grind color matching. Um, we refer to it as dry grind because you use dry pigment and grind it into a resin system at the plant. Um, this is the production material or factory-made batches. Again, those materials can come in multiple different ways. We have color-matched batches that come out of the plants, so every batch that's made is going to be the same color. We also have unmatched colors that are primarily going to be tank linings and primers, and the plant manufactures larger batches of our RTS bases. So if your product that you were using was offered in both RTS and dry grind, when would you want to use one over the other? So RTS is great for smaller um, one-time orders. You don't have a lot of time to wait. You know, you need 100 gallons and you need it quickly. That's great for RTS. The dry grind system works perfectly for the larger color critical color requests. So if you're painting a stadium, something where you have a large structure, you have time to plan it out so you can wait for those lead times and you have the batch minimum. Does uh, one of them hide better than, than the other or is there certain colors where you would want to stay in one versus the other? So for the hiding it really kind of depends except for the case of safety colors. Uh, safety colors are almost always going to hide better out of the production batches out of the dry grind material and that's why in a lot of our core products we do stock safety colors. So lastly one topic I want to get to is what are some of the important golden rules of, of the color world whether you're you're ordering material or you're calling the color lab to get an assistance with the color. So there's there's lots of them. The one thing that I like to really stress to people is the quality of our color matching is only as good as the quality of the sample that we are provided to match. Beyond that it's really helpful if you're starting a project or if you're in the middle of a project to let customer service know that this is something the customer has received before or will be be receiving on an ongoing basis so they can make sure that they mark it as color critical so they can make sure that the same formula and product is used to get the best consistency. Thanks for joining us today, Kate. Hope you have a good day. Thanks for having me. Paul, now it's time for our Ask a Tech Service Engineer question feature. And Jack, don't forget, send those questions into technicalservice at carboline.com. Put podcast in the subject line so we make sure to get them into the episode. 
So today's question is, what is the best way to remedy over thickness of a top coat after it has been dried and cured? The real determining factor on the coating thickness effects on a life system is the coating stress. So we're talking about systems that may be in immersion, high temperature service, or where flexibility is important. In any of those scenarios, the coating thickness affects the total service life significantly more than any other. So what you're going to have to do is, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to get a laser. So you're going to have to get get a sander or a blaster grinder, something like that. And you can remove the coating thickness back down to below the specified thickness. At that point, you have to evaluate what's the finished service going to be for this system. Is this an intermediate coat? And now we're going to put a nice clean top coat over the top of it? Or if this is a tank lining service or something that's going to be in a wet environment, or this was the finished coat, you're going to want to put a dress coat over that. You just want to make sure that when you get to that final after the dress coat, you're still below the maximum recommended for that system. And lastly, this month's CarboSafe Top 10 topic is slips, trips, and falls. So always remember, hold on to that handrail on your way up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm.